0: Hey friends, my name's Stevie Taylor, welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. Our guest today is Karen Lee Andrews. Karen is a soul singer and guitarist from Sydney. Some of you may remember her as Miss Murphy, finalist of season two of The Voice Australia. We chatted about her early music influences, uh, moving away from Wollongong to Sydney to study music, which led her to audition for The Voice, and the highs and lows of that experience, which ultimately turned her away from music. But with the support of a great bunch of friends, she's come back and created her best work yet in her new EP, Far From Paradise. Ladies and gentlemen, Karen Lee Andrews. Cheers. Ooh,
1: baby, I, can love you like
0: I, I think we're rolling. Awesome. Karen Lee Andrews, welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sweet as. It's a lovely day in Sydney. Thanks for coming to my house and doing this and <laughs> awesome um so we're just sort of you're preparing for a tour for your new ep at the yeah. moment Yep, and yeah, how's that all going
1: right. um yeah it's going good yep. um we got our first show in sydney at lazy bones on the 14th and yep. then we shoot up to brisbane uh the milk factory on the 16th and we've got a couple of festivals in between yeah. and then um, the Grace Darling Hotel down in Melbourne on the 8th of December. So it's just the east, east Coast? Yeah, it's just the yeah. East Coast tour. Cool. Um, yeah, we're, we're actually looking at going to Perth yeah. uh, or Western Australia uh, sometime next year. So that'll awesome. be exciting. Yeah. yeah. So that'll sort of run you up close to Christmas now? This, yeah. This, this thing? Yeah. 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 And then, um, yeah, a little bit of a break. Uh, over Christmas and then we get started again. Awesome! So yeah, it's cool.
0: It's exciting! Yeah, it's a really good EP. I, I really enjoy it. Thank you yeah. very much. Awesome. Yeah. So let's um let's roll right back to the beginning. So your um,
1: Tongan heritage. Yeah, my mum's Tongan. Yep. My dad's from New Zealand. Yep. Um, Where in New Zealand is he from? Uh, Manukau. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I have. I, I actually I've only been there once, and that oh, was yeah, when I was cool. very young. So, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So they migrated to Australia. They had uh, three boys in New Zealand. Yep. They came to Australia, and then they had me here. Yeah, yep. So I was born in Australia. Yep. Yeah, and um, then we grew up in Boulongong. Um which was not nice. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, when I was eighteen, I just came to Sydney straight away, and um, you came up by yourself. Uh, yeah, I moved yeah. in with some, some family friends. up here, yep. and um, yeah, I just wanted to, I don't know, experience Sydney life and uh, music as well, and yep. um, yeah. So that's kind of where where it all began, you know, was when I actually moved to Sydney and okay. Started. So you
0: weren't you weren't um, doing music until you got to sydney
1: uh I, well yeah i i studied music at tafe when i was um 18 okay yeah and then um, sorry
0: meaning not a musical family with guitars and singing and stuff around oh yeah oh for yeah, sure. yeah okay yeah. Also, mum was yeah, mum's that,
1: family yeah. was um very rich in their musical abilities and like every family thing we had didn't matter what it was music and food was always yep, the, yep. you know the dominating thing yep. with us and um it was where i learned how to sing harmonies i learned how to blend i learned about tone because yeah. um, when you grow up in that singing with you know really rich tones and then you go somewhere else and you try to sing it's like there's something not quite right because you're used you're like you're used to it, yeah. a certain um range or tonal quality i suppose yeah um so yeah that was kind of where i learned a lot how to sing with people yeah um yeah and expression so yeah that was really cool awesome and were you playing guitar in the early early days no no i wasn't i i played piano mostly when when i was growing up and um i didn't kind of pursue anything with guitar until Maybe I was, you know, well into my adulthood. Right. Yeah. So I mean, of course I messed around, you know, like I played G, D and C and all yeah, that of kind of stuff. Yeah. But um yeah, it wasn't until I was an adult that I kind of really took it a bit more seriously and yeah, pursued that.
0: Yep. Yeah. And who were your early musical influences apart from family obviously? But...
1: Um, earlier on when I was a kid it was actually uh, I didn't I didn't really have a chance to kinda of listen to any Um, circular music my parents were very kind of um, strict with uh, what we listened to and things like that growing up Mm -hmm. but I remember my brother bringing home um, a Stevie Wonder single and it was For Your Love and I think I may have been about 12 or 13 and I just remember falling in love with this voice and I didn't know who Stevie Wonder was you know I wasn't kind of um, privy to the soul music scene back in the day but um, uh, yeah, that's where I kind of fell in love with him and just wanted to sing like him and, and be like him. But, you know, you know, you always try and attempt to do something that you really want, but then you kind of feel yourself falling short because, you know, like, <laughs> this dude's awesome. You <laughs> yeah, know, I want to sing like that. Then you bloody try. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's... Um, Yeah, a bit of definite growing and and learning experience for me, yeah. Yeah, awesome. But Stevie was definitely my first influence.
0: Yep. and did that sort of um, make you want to get
1: access to other music? Oh, yeah, I just didn't know where to look because, you know, we didn't have the internet back then. Yeah, of course. Um, And growing up in Wollongong, there wasn't much uh, resources around when it came to soul music and things like that. So. Um, so what was the sort of scene More rock sort of? Yeah, more like Nirvana. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. Well, like sort that, of that kind of Yeah, surf yep. culture and culture. all that sort of stuff um, uh, Yeah, which has its qualities as well, but yep. you know, it kind of didn't it was soul music was a little bit more isolated So we didn't really get an opportunity until one of my brothers went to Sydney and then he could look around and then bring some stuff home Yep. You know, so it was on, on those rare occasions that we were able to access more music. That's cool. So, yeah, Yeah, that's really cool. And um, was it a degree you studied No, it was, just a, it was just, just a certificate. Like a music yeah. Certificate for type yeah. music course? Yeah, cool. sort of thing. No yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to uh, come to Sydney for that because there were no music um, programs down in Wollongong at yep. or anything at that time. So, um, yeah, Sydney was, was literally my only option to yep. come pursue um, some kind of tutoring or um, yep. course when it came to music. Mm-hmm. And that would
0: have sort of obviously opened you up to meeting new musicians and...
1: Yeah, for sure,
0: yeah. Start looking at other paths and... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. And uh, when they talk about, you know, when they had a gig on and, you know, they went to a pub or songwriting and things like that and just kind of uh, opened my eyes a lot you know rather than just me being by myself and um even like getting their sense of approval yeah was a big deal for me okay um because you know i you learn by singing or playing with others yeah you know it's it's really satisfying and it gives you affirmation that okay this sounds good maybe that doesn't work but this sounds really good Mm -hmm. so you you kind of form your um musical intellect a bit more uh through working with others yeah um so when i got the opportunity to do that i just kind of like grew yeah. like heaps um, yeah. in just learning um being comfortable as well yeah. um, with my songwriting and my musicianship as well so yeah it was great it was a great experience for me cool and who were
0: some of those people that you were connecting with do you remember those guys. That, is there any of those guys or girls that are sort of around the scene now?
1: Um, they're in their own scenes. Their own scenes. Um, yeah. A lot of them were uh, music teachers, actually. Okay. But they wanted to instead of doing their own thing in schools, they wanted to actually just concentrate on their own musical abilities and do songwriting and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're not in touch anymore, though. I mean, okay. That was like fifteen years ago. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's cool. It was a long yeah. Time.
0: No worries. And then. At what point did did the voice come along, and and how did that come along? And
1: well, I I'd, I'd hit thirty. Yep. And I had just invested the last um, eight years of my life into church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't I didn't go out and pursue gigs and do the whole pub scene. And okay, stuff so you like were that. doing that. Yep. No, I I dedicated my life at that time to ministry. Yep. Um, and so it kind of locked me out a little bit. Okay. So when I, I thought about um, going out and doing... I, I just wanted to do some cafe gigs and stuff like that. Yep. And so when I'd approach uh, either booking agents or venues or anything like that, they, di- they didn't want me. So um, I felt a little bit like, oh. <laughs> that- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, like bummer. Yeah. But um, so... Going on The Voice was an attempt to try and just get my name out there so they could see, um, you know, when they look up YouTube or something, then, oh, okay, it was that girl. Yeah, all right, we'll get her in for a couple of sets. So it was like for your CV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of thing, yeah, because I I didn't have anything else, you know, and and, and it was a risk if a venue had hired me and I haven't had any previous experience sort of thing. So it was mostly for those reasons, um, just to get... Some gigs, work yeah, gigs. That's cool. Um, but then it kind of evolved into something a lot bigger, and um, yeah, it, it surprised me quite a bit. Um, yeah. how far I got and uh, how popular I became, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that would that would mess with you more, and eh? it's, it's almost yeah, an overnight yeah. type just, of thing, yeah. Because it, uh, what,
1: yeah, yeah. I just kind of like smiled my way through it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know, yeah. like it's, Deer, deer in headlights like right. yeah, this is cool i'm yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah this is great you know because yeah. it was great it was so good yeah it was better than i i had anticipated and what i had expected and um so to get it was i didn't want to not i wanted to be happy because it was such a um achievement yeah you know and it was so good and everyone was really, really encouraging, but at the same time it was just extremely overwhelming.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask about the pressure of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because a lot of the other artists who went on the show had already had experience, um, you know, gigging around and uh, doing, you know, their own like covers bands or their own original music or producing yep. and, and, or theatre and I just came from church so um it was just they were kind of used to some level whereas i just wasn't used to it at all yep and uh i'm not very good either in social situations i i'm not very um i try to be you know break out of my own sort of psyche but um sometimes i i find it a little bit difficult in social um, environments so having a lot of people have extreme opinions about
0: yeah.
1: how I sing, or how I look, yeah. or how I sound, or um, what I said here, or what I looked like there was just, was so overwhelming yeah. that I just I, I, can c- imagine. I had to lock myself out of social, me- social media. Yep. I didn't look um, at it, and instead, my family and very close friends started a a page called the love tribe and that was the only thing that i could look at i couldn't look at my own um miss side or a facebook page or whatever i had to just because people were yeah people were like um either really 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 nice or really really nasty yeah and there was just no middle middle yeah you know and i wasn't used to that yeah um, so on the Love Tribe page, you know, it was just a lot of encouragement and it was, you know, I, I mean supporters, you know, went from the Miss Murphy Facebook page over to Love Tribe and it was just them, you know, and I yeah. could just look at that and yeah, yeah. felt encouraged and like, yep, I'm all good, I'm all good. So, yeah, it was, um, it was pretty tough, like, trying to navigate my way through um, opinion, mm-hmm. knowing which ones to take on board and which ones not to take on board. Because it can get very confusing, yeah, um, and also flattery as well when people are just giving you flattery and not yeah. really, yeah, they kid you, and you just can't distinguish what, yeah, honesty is anymore. Yeah, right. Sure. It just gets to that insane point. Yeah. Um, but no, I was aside from that, it was such a a really good time. At the same time, and it's something that I. I don't, I don't regret. Yeah, yeah. But I don't ever want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I'm like, yeah, that was a time, you know, in my life, and I'm happy to leave it there. Yeah, and if
0: somebody came and asked you for advice, should I go on the show? What would you say to them? Uh,
1: if that's what they, that they do, want to do, yeah, and then yeah. definitely just um, maybe watch out for this. And watch yeah, out for that. just yeah. you know, be. Be centered in your own mind. Yeah. Because um,
0: what, what that was season two? That wasn't was season it? two, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. there's not a lot of history behind it. No, no. It was so just, yeah, the yeah, first, season, first
1: yeah. few seasons would have been. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, but it was great. It yeah. was, it's a great platform and, yeah, it was good. Yeah. And then you, um, did you
0: tour with Ricky Martin? Did I see, did yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Did a couple of shows with him. Yeah. I did one over in Perth and the one here in Sydney. Was that like a double
0: build type thing? Or were, you, were you? No, back no. Backing his band. We
1: were in his band. It was me, uh, Luke Kennedy, and Kat, and uh, Katrina Torres, and um, we were his support. Support? Yeah. Oh no, no, we weren't his support. We were just like featured in amongst his okay, got you concert. So okay, we, got you. you know, we'd sing a song with him and. That would be it. That's pretty cool. Um, But it was awesome. Sydney was the best. Yeah. The best. It was like electric. Yeah. Where did you play? um, It was the entertainment center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because Ricky was your coach, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 He was my coach. Yep.
1: Really lovely guy. Yeah. A gentleman. Mm -hmm. Um, Very sweet. Yeah. And kind. Yeah, you know, and you need that when you're on a very high pressured yeah. show, and yeah, yeah, you just yeah. need a little bit of kindness, and it it was great. I'd say that was the best quality of his coaching. Yeah, that <laughs> was just his kindness. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Awesome. And from that, you
0: um, did you you release an album, not long after.
1: Yeah, I worked with uh, Lance Ferguson from the Bamboos. Yep, and um, we. Did a EP called White Dress in the Spirit. We wrote a couple of the songs together and uh, did that in about a week. Mm. Um, Is that due to that was due to the label pressure? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was that like working under that pressure? Well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know either way. I didn't know either way. Just so I just that's thought, the thought way that that was. was the way it was. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, to know when they were like yep you're going to go and record with this guy and it's going to be done in his deadline da, 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 da. I was like okay and then I was like this must just be how it is sort of thing and then um yeah it was it, I mean it was high pressured and everything but it was good too like yeah. he's Lance is awesome like yep. he's great you know he'll just sit at a computer and literally like pull everything together and he'll just go do you have any ideas and I'll just sing one line and then he's like yep I know what to do, and then he'll put things all yeah. things together. And, yep. um, so he was really, really good like that. Um, so we wrote it in a week, and then we took a week to record it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we sat on it for a little bit, um, for about maybe three months before we released it. And then was that to try and get the timing right? Yeah, it was yep. just mostly about when the best timing would be. Yep. Um, you know, whether before Christmas will it get lost in yeah yeah you know, when everybody else's Christmas albums yeah yeah Michael Bublé yeah, the new Christmas yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, so we just wanted to give it the best opportunity that you know we could give it and then we released it in the new year and and then uh, we went away on tour and uh, did a sold out tour which is awesome, awesome yeah. you know that was just so great and um, yeah we had a lot of good a lot of good shows um on that tour and then um yeah i just kind of toured that for a while and then sorry it starts to get a little bit mushy after sure. that yeah, right. <laughs> but um yeah and then we did the second ep uh stride i recorded that with um jan i, I can't say his last name because it's a long, a long, long. difficult name But he, um, he's also produced for uh, the John Butler Trio as well yeah, yeah. and for Cat Empire. And yeah. he's, yeah, he's worked with so many people. And, um, yeah, we recorded that EP uh, in a week as well. And then, um, yeah, did a few shows with that one. And I think in between that all, we got to play at Soulfest as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, which was amazing I saw Angie Stone and I kind of giggled like a little schoolgirl. yeah she's great aren't and you? then I a voice. I didn't want to go up to her because I was too intimidated by her statuesque self yeah her queendom yeah and then um, uh, yeah so that was I mean it was just awesome to see them really and D'Angelo and everything was just awesome and then uh, yeah I did you know I did a few shows with that one and then um Recorded "Dirty Soul," which was a a soul covers album. Yep. Uh, with Yarn again. Yep. And were, were, were these songs you selected? It was a combination. combination. With, yep. with me and the label. Yep. Um, yeah, they they wanted particular songs, sure. and I wanted to do some particular songs, yep. and so we kind of you know compromised. And did you clash together. on any? No, not really. Oh, it was cool. just more like a. Um, uh, yeah, it was a conversation, I suppose, yep. you know, there was nothing kind of um, strict or anything but it was, it took a while, Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, that was a, that took a week <laughs> too. Yep. it was recorded live, yep. so we only had certain windows that we, because all the songs are really big vocally, so okay. I can't keep singing them I understand. over and over again. So we could only do, like, them in one or two takes. Yep. You know that was. And if it didn't work, try that one again. Yeah. One yeah. Thing. Yep. So, um, yeah, that that was a lot of that one was actually a lot of pressure, um, because we had to do I can't remember how many songs there are, it was like ten or twelve songs or something, and we had to do them all literally in a week. We didn't like have two weeks, you know, one to kind of get ready and then one to record, like it was a week. Okay. And that was it.
0: Yep. Um, what sort of, what what does that pressure do to your voice? I'm just speaking from someone who doesn't sing. I don't know <laughs> what sort of effect well, stress has.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it can strain your vocal cords a lot, Um, put them under a lot of pressure as yep. well, so yeah. A lot of ice water. Okay. It's just like a, another muscle. So okay. when you strain a muscle in your arm or something, the okay. first thing you do is put an ice pack it on, it. on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's you know I'm sculling ice water to keep the cold on it and it brings right. down the swelling. Oh, so right. then I can sing again. Oh. Um, but it's um, I mean I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just what got, I you I have th- to do. got you through. Got you through that. Yeah. 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 Um I went to a gig uh
0: last Saturday night and I was side of stage. I was watching and the singer he had uh, a jug, a hot jug, on stage and he'd come over the end of every song and he flipped the jug on, go back and sing and then come back and he poured his hot drink and drink Yeah. Just doing it all night. Yeah.
1: Yeah, everyone has their own little Yeah, yeah. see 'cause you've gone too.
0: from ice cold and he was drinking boiling hot water, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It just depends, like you know his his voice pro- his throat probably needs that you know but um, yep. with me particularly because yeah. I belt a lot and I yep. sing very big songs and yep. stuff like that it's I've got to bring the swelling down gotcha. quite a bit so yeah for me it's ice water yeah um, yeah so yeah we recorded that in a week um, and I got to work with some like really cool guys like Daryl Beaton and um, Daniel March and Yanya are on there as well and. Um, Adam Ventura, and I had a whole brass section, and I had VBs and Vs, um, Sorry, <laughs> not VBs. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't drinking. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> um, but yeah, that was yeah. It was like as soon as we into went into the studio, it was on, you know. And then um, yeah, and then it was over before we knew it. And right. um, yeah, so that was that was really cool too. And then I decided that um, that was just a bit, that was kind of it for me, you know, doing um, Miss Murphy. It was just, it was time, you know, and... um, Was it
0: just you'd had enough of the whole scene? I think... Or um, you you wanted to just not, you wanted to get out of the pressure, out of the light?
1: I think it was, uh, I think (laughs) it was a lot of things, but... um, I think the pressure at the time was um, a strain between uh, me and my management at the time Um, and like the the triangle relationship between me, management and the uh, label. Expectations and um, uh, what we wanted from each other, but you know, there was a lot of finger pointing and um, a lot of blame I mean in saying that like don't get me wrong I was I, I was so blessed to have yep. a contract yep. you know like I was one of the older contestants I had already recorded two EPs and a full album which is more than what most of the voice artists artists have had mm. so I was really really fortunate like I was really blessed in that. Yep. Um, but there were just some things that I think we couldn't work together with anymore. Yep. Um, and yeah, I I won't get into detail, yeah, but sure, it, it was just more that we couldn't we couldn't get it together. Yep. And the expectations of each other just wasn't um, wasn't right. Yep. You know, and um, a lot of failures I would say from one party in particular in particular but after that I was kind of disillusioned a lot with um, the industry and Mm -hmm. because I didn't I I had no idea what the music industry was like and it was only that was just it yeah and then when I kind of had a few years in it I just went oh it's not like that it's like this and reality kind of sunk in and um, I couldn't I couldn't see anymore. You know, I couldn't distinguish between certain things and um, what what I wanted and what makes me happy. Yep. Um, so I was very very unhappy by the end, um, and I just I was ready to kind of like God, I like I don't want to do music like ever again, Shit. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, just because it was too hard, you know. Um, but then my best friend who is actually my manager now she was like no it's not happening i'm going to manage you and we're going to do this together and you can take as long as you want but you're mm-hmm. going to write some music and mm-hmm. it's going to be yours yep and uh, you're not going to collaborate with anyone cuz you go a bit funny <laughs> so <laughs> you just and you're not going to be under a week you know pressure you know we'll get you whatever equipment you want You know, if you need a new guitar or a new amp or whatever, we'll find a way to do it. We'll set up your own little studio and just take your time. And it took about three years. You know, the first two was just doing nothing. I just, I didn't want to do gigs. I didn't want to write music. I I wanted nothing to do with it. Okay. Um,
0: So she said this to you after, basically after it ended? Yeah. Yeah. And then you just went, you sat on it for a couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And
1: I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, you know, she, I mean, she was my best friend, you know, yep. and I was like, whatever, you know, sort of thing. But she was like, she was just kind of like a drip and tap, mm-hmm. you know, and just constant, not nagging or anything, That's just true. more like a constant encouragement sort yep. of thing. Um, and then there was also uh, previous musicians that I'd worked with, like Yanya. Mm-hmm. Yanya and Adam have been um, awesome in regards to, like, just gently just going, so, how's it going? You know, like if I kind of drop off the radar for a while, then i you know, what's up, you know, you okay sort of thing. Um, so if it wasn't for, for Jess and for those two guys, I I just wouldn't have pursued anything. Um, so, yeah, I took two years just not doing anything. And then um, it got to a point where all three of them just went, okay, that's enough. Come on, mate. Yeah, <laughs> enough, okay, come on. <laughs> Let's you know, let's get something going, yeah, um, so yeah i I just started kind of writing music in my room and um recording some stuff, and then I'd send it over to Yanya, and then he'd put a drum fill on it, and yep, um, yeah, and then uh would send it back to me, and just just so encouraging, and I just needed that at that time and um and then it kind of evolved into okay, now we're going to record and and like, it just developed very naturally. And then, um, Ben Rogers, uh, produced it for me and we were able to uh, record it in Jimmy Barnes's home studio, which was just amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was all through Yanya too. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then we, because it's such a small EP, we, and we knew what we were doing kind of recorded it in three days. Um, and Ben Rogers is just awesome, you know, he just kind of let it be what it is, but also kind of helped navigate it as well in a certain direction and then um, Yeah, after that it was then like photos and graphics and then it just really had a natural sort of process Yeah, um, it wasn't passive. It was very active. Like everyone was like really involved yes. and 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 um, making very conscious decisions how to improve something here and okay when are we going to release this and it was all um very thought out but very natural yeah and it was so good you know and i didn't have pressure from um the label if it was good enough or it was just is what it is and then i can just put it out there and people can decide if they like it or not but i'm happy with it yep. and that was that was like worth everything
0: yep going back to label thing you completely broken away from the label yep. this has come out yep. yeah so you, when I you just completely done this all by yourself
1: yes okay, com- awesome. completely independent independent yeah, yeah. Awesome. I didn't have um, any financial uh, assistance or yeah, no, no resources yep um, so this was a lot of um, love and care from myself but also from people who who like what I do yeah so um, yeah it was it, it was very soulful actually yeah so yeah it was it was really good for me yeah it sounds killer oh thanks that's me. really good yeah. yeah I really it's the best one I that, think yeah so. yeah all, like all the players so who were the players it was uh Yanya Boston Anna yep. Ventura Daniel March and uh the Clayton brothers as well yep. Yep. so yeah that, that that was really cool yeah killer
0: yeah awesome and you, you sang all the bbs yourself yes all I the did. bbs
1: yeah I tried to make them as simple as possible. Yep. Yeah, just so it's clean and easy. And yeah. That sort of thing. And that you know, going touring, you don't want to kind of hire too many people, it just gets too expensive. So, yep. Um, yeah, they're great uh, kind of lines for Adam and Yanya to sing and um, anyone else who kind of joins in at any other time. But yeah, if we've just got things down together and tight. It's, it's great. It works.
0: Yep. And the. You're touring as a um as a trio yeah the or? sydney
1: the sydney show we have a fuller band so yep. um Raph will be joining us yep. for that one and sh- so will shannon stitt mm-hmm. he's keyboard player yeah isn't he? keyboard yep. player mm-hmm. um from Uncle jed mm-hmm. and um yeah that for that one it'll be a fuller band but for brisbane and uh melbourne it's just the trio yeah, yeah. awesome and um sort of plans after that uh, a little bit of a break yep. over Christmas yep. which would be nice, um, but then we start again um, in February. But uh, yeah, those are those are kind of on the down low at the moment. Yeah, but uh, yeah, soon to be revealed. So yeah, awesome. Yep. So is that more music you mean? Um, no, more gigs. More but gigs, um, yeah. Cool. yeah, new music. I, I think we'll get there sometime yeah. next year. Awesome, yeah, which would be good. Mm. Yeah,
0: great. Karen Andrews, thank you so much for being on the gig On podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Dig your awesome. story, love your music. Um, I mate. wish I could come to your Sydney gig, but it's, uh, it's the day of my daughter's birthday, so I can't. Oh. So, Priority. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I wish I could come. but um. No, that's awesome. Next yeah, time. Yeah, no, that's no, sweet. Awesome. Thanks yeah. for doing this. Thank you. Cheers, Karen. It's been awesome. Yeah.